Welcome to the Sharp 600, brought to you by Covers.com. I'm Rob Cressy, and I'm super excited to be jamming with you. Today's show is straight fire, as we're going to be talking college football, specifically Heisman Trophy odds. But first, I want to give you a quick peek into my process for how I prepare for the college football season so it can help you on yours. Number one, I'm an avid listener of podcasts, so I start listening to college football podcasts. That way I can be more informed on what's going on. Number two, I buy a college football preview magazine. I want to have as much information as possible, easily accessible at my fingertips for all of the teams. This is something that I'll have with me through the entire college football season. And number three, the reason this is important for me to have a college football magazine is because I play college fantasy football. I'm in two leagues. This is something that I've done for the last 13 seasons. Aside from loving fantasy sports, playing college fantasy football allows me to know more about the players and offenses from teams across the country. Throughout the college football season, you'll hear experts giving picks from schools you've barely heard of. Because I have a deeper knowledge of college football players, I'm able to create more informed opinions and track the landscape better. And number four, I'm staying up to date with college football content that's published by Covers.com. The information and experts are top-notch, and that also saves me a ton of time. Shifting gears real quick, I mentioned in last week's NFL preseason episode how important building the Sharp 600 community is to me. I want to hear from you, and I want to have you part of the show. I wanted to show you that I'm listening, so I wanted to give a shout-out to Tyler Shoemaker, who had suggestions for what he'd like to see on the podcast. He wants the ability for the community to send in three to five games that we jam about on the pod, plus the potential for some Q&A. He also wants to see our top three picks of the week and an upset alert. I can tell you that we're definitely going to be giving picks in a variety of ways. And on the Q&A side of things, bring it on. If you have a question that you'd like to see answered on the show, drop me a line on Twitter at Rob Cressy and make sure to use hashtag Sharp 600. That way I can see it and so can others in the community. I'm a man. I'm 40. College football is on the horizon. To get your juices flowing and to talk about Heisman Trophy odds is Andrew Cayley, Senior Publishing Editor from Covers.com. Andrew, super excited to have you on the show. Thanks for having me, Rob. Pretty excited to be here. Let's set the stage. Right now, there are two clear favorites for the Heisman. Clemson QB Trevor Lawrence, who is plus 200 at FanDuel, an Alabama quarterback, Tua Tungavailoa, who is plus 350. So with two clear favorites like this, what is your mindset for betting the Heisman? Well, first of all, pretty simple is do they play quarterback? 11 of the last 13 have been quarterbacks. And since 2000, there's only been three winners, two of you, uh, three running non-quarterback winners, three running backs. One was vacated by Reggie Bush, of course, but it's just all quarterbacks. If you're not a quarterback, it's kind of it's kind of a little off the board these days, the way that the game is changing. It's changing at the college level as it, the same as it is in the pros. These quarterbacks are throwing for more and more yards than ever before. And first of all, you, you just have to be a quarterback. And these two guys are the best in the country, and there's no really doubting that. Second thing you have to look at is 
Um, will they be a part of the national title conversation? Not even the national title, I guess I'm saying. Um, the college football playoff conversation would be a better way to put it. As long as they're in the conversation at some point in the season, you can get away with them being in the Heisman conversation. Um, a good example would be Lamar Jackson from a few years ago. He he had a very strong season. They were a an impressive drive from upsetting Clemson a few years ago, and they could have been very easily been the ACC champions and in the playoff. And he's the only real outlier, but he was part of the conversation, so that's usually what you get. And I think another great example for this for this year is Jonathan Taylor running back for Wisconsin. He's yep. plus 2,500, ran for over 2,200 last 2,200 yards and 16 TDs last year, but the Badgers went eight and five. So let's say Wisconsin were to go 11 and two. Would that change things because those numbers are so impressive? Wisconsin's an interesting case study this year. They've got some turnover at the quarterback position, obviously, so we're not sure where we're getting there. And there's also a lot of turnover on the offensive line. Luckily, like, you get those farm boys in Wisconsin. They usually just pump out linemen like, like it's their job there. So that should be fine. And he's talented enough um, that he can carry the load. You'll expect them to run the ball a lot this year. Um, but... I still just think it's it's too much of a quarterback's league now. And Wisconsin has a tough schedule this year. I don't think – I don't know if uh, um, Taylor is going to be the guy this year. A lot of people were saying the same thing about Bryce Love last year. Like, he was going to be the guy in Stanford, and all it takes is – well, I guess that's not really a fair note because anybody gets injured and they're going to fall off the board. So, But the hype is there like like it was for Love, and uh, anything can happen. I, I, I would stay away from the running back Taylor this year, though. So let's get back to Trevor Lawrence and Tua. Do yeah. you have a preference on one over the other? Um, the preference, I love, I love them both. Like this is, I'm one of these guys who's, I'm excited for uh, the next chapter of Alabama Clemson. Like I can't wait. Most people, some people are getting tired, but I just keep giving them me more. It's so much fun to watch. And um, I just think that this year, because Clemson kicked uh, Alabama's butt so badly this year, that it's two of the two is the guy you got to back right now. He's he's got a chip on his shoulder. He threw for almost four thousand yards last year. His touchdown to interception ratio was incredible. And when he looked bad is when he was hurt. And if he's healthy all year, he's going to be the guy. He's motivated. A motivated Alabama team is one of the scariest things out there. Um, and I think he's going to be playing more this year than he did last year, just because of the competitiveness of the SEC this year. And he didn't really play what he didn't play a fourth quarter until November last year, something like that. I think we're going to get a little more playing time from him. And the other part of this is that the ACC is going to be a cakewalk for Clemson. Like there is no challenger there, not even a, a pretender sort of thing. They're going to beat teams by 50 and it's going to be like that all season. And Lawrence is going to come out of games at halftime most of the year, I think. And that's going to limit his, his, uh, his numbers. And we know we've seen in the past that Heisman, Heisman voters like those numbers, those big juicy numbers. So I think it's, and it, but it, it will lead into something we can talk about a little later, um, which is their running back, Travis Etienne. And with Trevor Lawrence, there's now expectations on him, something that Tua dealt with last year. Yeah. And this year, he isn't seen as the favorite because all throughout the year, Tua was the guy to win the Heisman Trophy, and it didn't end up happening. So you can certainly see that narrative. Do you have thoughts on what about taking both of them since it's so clear-cut? 
you there is a very slim like you're able to hedge them hedge your bets here and bet both for a for a guaranteed small win and i think i think it's going to be one of the two i will be i will be very shocked if it's not one of these two guys they're just i don't remember a, a year where there was two guys that were so far ahead of the pack and it's it goes hand in hand with the programs they're representing and there's just i think there's real value to be had there in in hedging your bets and betting both with the way my betting mindset works, I will not be betting the two favorites because that is not how I get down. <laughs> so let's look at some live long shots. Is there anyone that stands out to you? Mike, my, my, the number one guy that pops out right away is the guy who came back to Oregon, Justin Herbert. He's, he could have been the number one overall pick in the draft this year. I think he probably would have been seeing who, seeing who came out, and uh, he probably will be next year as well. But he's got a really, really talented uh, – talented arm like he's got a big league arm and um he's returning almost his entire offensive line his uh, um excuse me sorry uh talented skill position players two sophomore running backs who total over 2,000 total yards last year all these things line up really well they do have a tough schedule they have to go to Stanford I believe and to Washington to play the Huskies um but other than that I really I really like the fact that they play in a weaker conference than some of the other ones and he has the ability to to uh, give some of these Pac-12 defenses fits this year I really like him at 20 to 1 in most places and you also mentioned Clemson running back Travis Etienne who is at plus 3,000 what are your thoughts on him well that's that's what we were talking about there he might get a little more action than Lawrence will because they 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 employ a more balanced attack than Alabama does and he could be playing into third and fourth quarters I know they don't want to run him into the ground or anything but he he's gonna be he's gonna get a lot of touches and he's very talented they've got a great offensive line and it won't be crazy to see him at the end of the year with over 2,500 total yards and upwards of 20 plus touchdowns and they're gonna be the ACC champions <laughs> so he's gonna at 40 to 1 that's pretty good value so right now I've got two live long shots. Number one, Jalen Hurts plus 2,000. Oklahoma has given us the Heisman Trophy winner each of the last two years. Yep. Plus, we already know he has the pedigree. So for me, I can see that narrative. And then the second one, Shea Patterson plus 3,000. Because of Harbaugh, Michigan is so incredibly high profile. Is this the year that they break through? If so, Patterson would have to be the catalyst for that, and it goes with our quarterbacks winning the Heisman narrative. I, I, I think so. I think if they are going to win, which I guess it, I think they're going to win football games. I, um, I, I think they're going to win 10 or 11 this year, but nobody cares about that unless they beat Ohio State. So that's what it's all going to come down to, and the, the game's late in the year again this year. And the other problem with Heisman voting is it's – it's turned into a really uh, what have you done for me now lately kind of voting. I think we saw that with Tua last year. I I personally would have voted for Tua to win the Heisman. I thought he was the best player in college football, but he was hurt at the end of the year. And you saw, as you meant, um, as we're talking about Hurts here, he came in and he won the SEC title game for Alabama. So that's what was in everybody's mind. And uh, Kyler Murray was just going off at the end of the year and he won the Heisman. Um, Shea Patterson will have to have a good year. I think he can do it. He's got a new offensive coordinator who's really going to open things up for Michigan. But it's all going to come down to whether or not they beat. If they lose to Ohio State in a in a bad game, he's probably not going to win it. And I don't. I honestly don't know who's going to win that matchup right now. Even even without Urban Meyer there for Ohio State. Um, when it comes to Hurts, I like Hurts a lot. People forget that he was the SEC Player of the Year in his sophomore season. Like that's 
I think he was one of the first players to ever do that, be the SEC as an offensive player, as a true freshman. Um, but he did that mostly with his legs, and he's not a very accurate passer. I'm sure Lincoln Riley is capable of setting up the offense for him properly, but I'm still uh, – I'm a little hesitant on, uh, on Hurts there. All right. Let's get you out on a roulette chip bet. Something if everything broke perfectly, it could happen for them. Who do you got? That's my guy from Arizona, Khalil Tate. Um, he's one of the most exciting guys to watch in all of college football. And he got hurt last year. He, they only reported an ankle injury, but I think he also, under the radar, had a shoulder injury, a toe injury. And it was all – you could see it all season long. He just didn't look right. His completion percentage was down 6 or 7%, something like that. And the really jarring number was he had 1,200 fewer rushing yards last year than he did the year before. I know the system changed last year, but – that's, that's a huge drop-off. And anything re- returning close to the norm, uh, he's, I don't think it's crazy in the Pac-12, which we said was is a lesser conference. I don't think it's crazy for him to have nearly 4,000 total yards and cl- closing in on 40 touchdowns. And that's going to get him in the high spin conversation. And he's 100-1 to 1 right now. So give me that. Sign me up. All right. On my end, I'm looking at Alabama running back Najee Harris plus 5,000. So the last running back to win the Heisman was Derrick Henry in 2015. Alabama just lost five-star recruit running back Trey Sanders to injury for the season. Josh Jacobs and Damian Harris are gone from the Crimson Tide. So this is Harris's backfield. Could he become the workhorse back like Derrick Henry did? Sure, I can certainly see that narrative. So with it, that's what I'm going with because Alabama is going to be in the national title. And you can see that maybe they're not going to put everything on Tua. He can still have an amazing season. Just make Harris the workhorse. Yeah, there's no there, there's no doubt that that is a very, very uh, viable option there. Like he's not just the um, Derrick Henry being the last running back, the last two running backs that have won the Heisman have both been Alabama running backs. Mark Ingram was the previous one the year time before that. So if you like someone, not a quarterback an Alabama running back is not a bad way to go. Andrew, where can everybody connect with you? You can find me on Twitter at covers underscore Kaylee. And you can find write-ups for all of the uh, major college conferences coming out within the next little while. Some are out already. Some will be trickling out over the next couple of days. So read up and find out who the best bets in college football are this year. And I want to hear from you. Who are your bets for the Heisman? You can hit me up on Twitter at Rob Cressy and use hashtag Sharp 600 and be part of our community. And also make sure to tag at covers. And remember, if you want to be a Sharp, don't be a square with your bankroll. Be disciplined with your money management. The book of the devil hit you with the rap level of 10. The one, two, three, your pen. I get action. So everybody jump with your rope. Cause you like the way the sound pump. Pump it in your black trunk. And let loose with the juice when I do rock. I'm too hot. Some say I got more juice than two pops.